0: Pot and Market. I grew up in the North Ward of Newark, uh, specifically in the Roseville section, but right across from there, um, right across from the park, is an area of the city called Forest Hill. Some of you have, may have been up there. It's full of mansions, beautiful houses, historic homes, and I just love walking through there. And on today's podcast, we're going to actually talk about an event that's going on on uh, September 28th called Porch Fest. Now, what is Porch Fest? Um, it is a free neighborhood festival in Forest Hill on Saturday, September 28th. It is described as a free community-wide celebration of the arts hosted right here in Newark's historic Forest Hill District. What essentially is, and I'm going to have our guests talk a little bit more about it, is a giant open-air concert on the front porches of the residents of that area of Newark. It is open to the public. It is free. Um, and we're going to talk about the process of creating this um, The first of its kind, really, um, this kind of event, how we got there and what we can expect from it. So our guests here today are uh, Don Charles and Derek Walls. Derek Walls is a graphic designer working at Random House in Manhattan. Um, Don Charles um, is a freelance graphic designer who works from home and enjoys many of the great features of his home in Forest Hill, um, including the park, uh, the new dog run, and he loves discussing books with his neighbors at monthly book club meetings. Um, They live together in Forest Hill. They've been there for six years. Um, They came here from Brooklyn. Um, And uh, their uh, house itself um, will be actually one of the sites for PorchFest. So I'm going to turn it over to uh, Don and Derek and just talk about um, the process about coming to to creating this event up in Forest Hill.
1: Um, Well, actually, the first thing I'd like to say is it's not the first time that anyone's done PorchFest. Quite a few other towns have done Portfests, and mm-hmm. in fact, in in setting up the whole um, process, we actually went to West Philadelphia and went to one of their portfests, which is a little—it's organized a little differently than ours is. Um, but the whole idea of it being celebrating art on each house is pretty much the same between the, the towns.
2: Yeah, they're across the country. There's um, there's one in Ithaca, I know. There's one in uh, Maplewood. Close by, and uh, probably um, uh, scores of, of towns across uh, the country have done porch fests uh, with music and uh, perhaps art, uh, but definitely music in their um, in their houses. Uh, it's it, it's the first time that we've brought it to Newark, so we're pretty excited about that.
0: Yeah, I have to apologize. So what what I meant is a, an event like this occurring in Newark so expansive. I mean, we're talking about fifty acts here.
2: Yeah, yeah, we've got over fifty. In fact, fifty three acts. Um, Going from 1 o'clock to 5 p.m. on uh, Saturday, September 28th. And um, we've also got um, about 18 visual artists. So they'll be uh, exhibiting on the various porches, everything from painting to jewelry making um, and so on. And we've got five kids' activities. Uh, The kids' activities are all structured around the Sydenham House, which is the the oldest house. for miles around, um, it's from uh, the original structure, something like 1740, I believe. But um, all the kids' activities are on that property, which is a great property because it aligns right next to the park. With lots of trees and it's beautiful. And then we've got food trucks that are going to be scattered all around the neighborhood, offering everything from uh, Latin food to barbecue to uh, hot dogs. <laughs>
0: that is that is insane. Uh, I mean, like. I- things like this just don't happen, right? They're like, to have all these acts, to have children-oriented activities, to have food. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, they have food trucks coming up. Can we just get a little bit into how the initial conversation happened and what you know sort of brought these um, all these different events and acts together?
1: Well, initially what happened, I think it was about a year ago, um, a friend of ours, or actually one of the members of the events committee, Dan Zanella, just you know, during one of our events meetings, he just said, um, well, what if we do a porch fest? And everyone was, you know, very gung-ho about it. You know, it sounded like a great opportunity because we like doing a lot of um, events that include the neighborhood. Previously, we had done something called porches and patios, Mm. which was neighbors opening up their porches and having the neighbors come by
2: and... For cocktails and food. (laughs) Exactly.
1: And just hanging out. Yeah. So this... Being a larger scope, but I think initially we didn't realize how large <laughs> putting this whole show together was yeah. going to be. It,
2: it kind of uh, it kind of became Porsches and patios on steroids. It got pretty big um, as we uh, continued to sign people up, and um, you know we're so happy that it's, it's it reached 53, uh, 53 different music and dance performances. I mean the uh, the range is is pretty amazing for the type of music that we've got. Um you've got everything from a uh, a choir from Newark's Third Presbyterian Church to a uh, a hip hop act to an R&B act to a Irish dance company to hula dancing you can see you can see um rock bands and acoustic bands and uh so many different varieties of, of music and dance
0: Are we talking just Newark based artists here or mm, no. no no they're so, all around uh,
1: yeah. all around the what is it like
2: We've gone into New York and Brooklyn a little bit too. Exactly. Oh wow, people yeah.
0: are making the trek out for yeah, Brooklyn they to are. perform. Wow,
2: and I mean,
1: uh, we should also not negate the fact that we had to get our um, neighbors on board yep. to volunteer their porches, yeah. which was a little bit of a harder sell because a lot of people don't know or didn't know what Porch Fest was. I mean, just the idea, just there was a lot of, wait, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So I think as the process went on and we started gaining more um, acts. And we started talking about it more, putting out signs. People became more comfortable with it. And they did sign up their, their um, porches. Wow. And their, actually, I should say porches and properties. Because in some cases, like the hula, they're performing on grass. Mm.
2: In a backyard, yeah. In a backyard. Yeah.
0: Now, how do you convince people, um, residents of Forest Hill, to buy into this and to host, even, um, an act on their porch or in their
2: backyard? We had a host committee. Actually, there's 10 of us that really were responsible for pulling this event together, and we were broken up into a couple different committees. One of them was the uh, host committee, and it uh, basically consisted of two people, uh, Pat Weston and Jackie J. And they, although sometimes they got some help from some other people, they were responsible for doing outreach to the various houses and um, knocking on doors and saying, hey, would you be interested in doing this? Uh, we also had a flyer that explained Explained all to them, to these uh, various hosts, what they would be responsible for, which is basically just providing a good, clean stage for the performers. And electricity uh, is also uh, an issue, as many of the performers are using uh, amplifiers and such.
1: Yeah, and then also we had to, we wanted to spearhead certain porches that seemed a better fit for performing on. I mean, some of them are a lot larger, and we didn't want to. lose those porches, lose that space, because that would be a
0: great area to work with. And are the porches ranging from, like, small to large? Or are they all of similar size up there? Oh,
1: there, there's, in fact, there's um, one person performing on a portico. So it's basically
0: wow. a step with a little, like, uh you can see, like, visually people. see my hand just go like yeah, yeah, a yeah. little circle thing. <laughs> yes, as, as you learn, a podcast
1: is not a visual, <laughs> exactly. visual media. Yeah, there's, but just visualize that—that that my hand and, just did a
2: and, little In circle Show notes:
0: I'll, the show notes I'll, I'll post a link to a photo of you doing. That. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's probably about a dozen porticos actually, which which we're, were, we're talking about like Romeo and Juliet kind of thing here. No, like the little balcony. the little coverage that goes on a house when you're f- fumbling for your keys and it's raining and you're glad it's there.
0: Oh, so that's actually <laughs> called a portico. Yes, oh. right,
2: right. So uh, some. Some houses just have that kind of a setup, and then others have big wraparound porches that are, you know, a couple hundred square feet. That's
0: what I'm amazed about is a wraparound porch because you can really do. I mean, you could do theater. <laughs> <a wrap-around. laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah.
1: That's actually that's funny because one of the things that um, we had seen when we previously lived in Brooklyn was this, a neighborhood had done plays.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Did Miss Bark? Yeah. We're talking yeah. about like a small one x or like small scenes. Well, or one full? of them
1: was um, oh, God, "To Kill a Mockingbird."
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. A full, was, a full production. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It was on,
2: like, three different porches, I believe. So the audience would travel from one house to another.
0: Um, I know you went through the acts earlier, and we'll talk more about specific ones. But um, do we have any theater that's going to be
2: performed? No. This year shows? this year we're kind of dipping our toe in it with uh, music and dance. And uh, we also we do have one spoken word person. And um, I guess we're going to just kind of weigh it all and see what people are kind of asking for. But we've also, you know, within the kids' stuff, we've got a... Um, a, a self defense demonstration and we've got you know <laughs> that's yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's a uh, uh somebody else doing a spoken word so we'll kind of see how that's received and maybe in future porch fest, future porch fest it will be um included oh. uh,
1: and also we we should also put in there that these people have volunteered their time and their yep. talent because the um we are doing it for the New York School of the Arts so a lot of the um mo- sorry not a lot of the proceeds are going toward New York School of the Arts. New York or Newark? Newark. Newark, yeah, yeah. Yeah New, New, yeah. yeah, New York gets nothing. <laughs> Newark <work> gets... Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. the, the Newark School of the Arts, for listeners out there, um, it's on Lincoln Park. I've actually been to it inside. It's um, You wouldn't even know it's there, but it's a high-performing, uh, essentially a um, conservatory, yes.
2: Newark's
1: own conservatory. And some music. of them actually are performing also. That's lovely. Yes. They
2: will be. So even though it's a free act... Um, We will be uh, making some money uh, selling t-shirts and selling water and selling snacks. And then also we'll be asking uh, at various points of the uh, performances for a small donation for the school. So, um,
1: oh, and also a silent auction. And there's a silent auction. Is is
0: there a central hub where everything will be sold from? Is it like a like this is like HQ, and then you spread out from there, or is this much more decentralized? um,
2: Merchandise will be sold at our house, (laughs) on the corner of Parker Street and Heller. Yeah, and um, that's where you'll get your T-shirts, and that's where you'll get um, you'll be able to bid on the uh, silent auction, which is five really cool packages full of stuff. One's called, you know. Um, a night mm-hmm. at Newark or something like that, and it's a uh, wonderful uh, things. Everything from you know a stay at the trip hotel is in this package to you know a uh, performance at uh, SJPAC and um, NJPAC. And, and NJPAC. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Whoops. Excuse <Yeah>. me. <laughs> and uh, it's it's um, they're they're wonderful packages that people will bid on, and including some of the artwork for, of uh, people who are exhibiting paintings and photographs. Um, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be really really great the
0: silent auction will close i 'm guessing at five when the um yes. 530. 5.30, okay exactly
2: and uh whoever wins will come by and pick up their their you know their winnings
0: well that's lovely um so i, I want to go a little bit into how to experience this because it's a lot of stuff there's a lot of exactly. acts going on i understand each person or each you know family or or group will experience this differently i know i I can have a short attention span at sometimes, so I, I might want to like wander around. Will you be encouraging people to stay for a full like hour at one spot and then move on, or do you expect people to be moving around up and down, you know, Heller and Parker and Highland, or or um, how how is it that people should experience this to really get? The proper porch fest experience.
1: Well, we have a map, and um, actually, on the map, we have it delineated by hours. Okay, so you can actually get the map and see. Oh, I want to see this act. And after a while, if you want to, because actually, that's the way we experience the West Philadelphia, well, <laughs> the West Philadelphia show. Also, is that we we saw a little of it. If you want to move on, move on. We moved on to another one. And actually, this the way it's laid out, you pretty much can do that. And if you don't want to see a particular Musical act, he can o- always go and watch, look at a visual, so it is kind of like you make it, choose your own adventure, basically. Yeah, and is that um, clear? From to one th- to five. i yeah. i'm sorry.
0: And, and is that clear with the artists? Because I, I often feel bad, like I don't want um when I leave a porch. And obviously, I haven't done this yet myself, but I don't want them to feel like this is a rejection of what they're doing. Like, is that okay? Is that I think so. Yeah.
2: In, in West Philly, it seemed okay. There was a, they, they had pretty good crowds, which we're hoping to get. But if you've got someone playing on a porch and then around them you've got maybe 40 or 50 people, if one person slips out and goes to another porch, I don't think that it really registers. I mean if a dozen people walk away, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that
1: guilt is on you, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
2: But um, yeah, it really is design your own porch fest. So if you're into uh, hip-hop and R&B, then you you circle the different uh, things that you that appeal to you on the program and you design your own path. Uh, what you want to experience. And the visual artists are up all day from 1 to 5, so you can pop into a visual artist uh, porch at any time.
1: And the artists will be there too, so if you want to discuss mm-hmm. their art with them, you can you can do that also. And the map actually is up, Well, let's say the map as it is now Mm -hmm. is up now on the um, FHCA um, website, and I could give you that address, which I have to look at. Yeah, no, it's um,
0: (laughs) with with every show, and uh, I hope our listeners know this. um, I do post show notes, um, and with this one in particular, I'll also add links when I post this episode. But there will be in the show notes um, access to the map to the website. To both the event, but also to the Forest Hill um, the, F- the Forest Hill Community Association? Yes. Can we actually talk about that a little quickly? Because there's obviously sure. a strong organization behind this. Not the only one, right? There are other organizations supporting. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. That, yeah. Actually, yeah.
2: We've got to mention our main sponsors. Uh, Newark Arts donated uh, quite a bit of money to help us out with expenses. Clara Moss Medical Center also did. And uh, Newark Happening, the... Uh, The uh, the wonderful Newark happening, which helps uh, promote Newark as a uh, as a place to um, go have fun. Yeah, visitors and visitors (laughs) and convention bureau. Yeah, they're
1: pretty much our main sponsors with this.
0: Yeah, but but this is a Forest Hill Community Association run. Exactly. We're
2: produced by Forest Hill Community Association.
0: Can you explain what what that is to people? The FHCA. Yeah, the
2: FHCA um, started. I don't know how many years ago, but quite quite a few years ago. Before we moved to Newark six years ago mm-hmm. and um it's uh it, it it's to look out for the neighborhood it's designed uh everything to to let people who belong to the f h c a know about a lost dog or to know about a great event that's coming up or to tell people um you know that Wednesday is a bulk trash day so it's got i think two hundred and seventy or so um members and uh the uh, to belong to it, I believe it's twenty dollars per house, and uh, less for that's your annual fee to belong to this association. And you do get your money's worth because you get um, you you get to know what's going on in your neighborhood on a very micro level because the emails mm-hmm. do come out a couple times a week letting you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, we have events like a winter party that's really really cool, and you get a discounted uh, admission to the winter party. We also have. Um, our yearly uh, yard sale, which is a wonderful event, where you get literally twenty or twenty-five houses all selling uh, uh, their yard sale stuff on the same day, and um, so many different other events that they uh, they sponsor and let people know about.
1: But and besides that, it's also very strong in trying to protect the neighborhood. Mm. I mean, protect protect the neighborhood historically too, right. because yeah. these houses are you know. 150 or whatever, they're they're very old houses. And a lot of people don't understand the amount of respect that you should have when you move into these neighborhoods and the work. So the um, FHCA is very much involved in um, just letting people know that there is the integrity of the neighborhood that has to be,
2: you know, kept. Yeah, it's a it's a historic neighborhood,
1: and we're not talking about just like mowing your lawn or something, you know, that you can get. Into <laughs> yeah, the they really they
2: really want people to um, respect the integrity of the architecture. When you move into a house in Forest Hill, they really don't want you putting up a chain link fence or um, aluminum siding. Uh, right. They want you to maintain if, if it's a 1920s house. They want you to respect that and maintain it.
1: And also worried about you know houses that are vacant or.
2: Yes, there is a whole uh, category, uh, I mean a whole group of people that work on vacant houses and they, they try working with the elected officials to do what we can to uh, fill those houses. And
0: yeah, I think I remember hearing about this in the news. There was the um, the one on the corner of Heller, right? The Was it abandoned or maybe I missed Elwood, it? Elwood, big, beautiful brown yes, house. Yes, yeah. that one.
2: That's right down the block from us. Yeah, Elwood and Parker. Yeah. And oh, uh, Elwood and Parker. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful, beautiful brown shingle house. Looks like it's about 1898 or so. And um, there is someone working on it right now, but I'm not sure. It's been really slow.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. I... Um... I, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I grew up in Roseville, which mm-hmm. is a distinct neighborhood from itself. Not as cohesive. There's no Roseville. Maybe there is. As I'm saying, I'm probably shooting myself in the foot that there's no Roseville Community Association. I'm sure there probably is. <laughs> but um, Forest Hill has you know, made a name for itself, not only as a distinct district in Newark, but one that has a very, 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 very well-known community association. A very One that's, um, some would say, very strong. Some would say just very coherent. Um, yeah. yeah. And known to take action when when things occur. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, they definitely try. Yeah, and it's funny because like, you know, going up in the, uh, on the other side of the park, it's almost like living in a different world. And I'm slowly integrating into the events going on. I have several friends now uh, of my age, weirdly living, owning homes in Forest Hill, so I get a lot more of opportunity to go and and yeah. visit these houses and see the inside of them, which is something I never did as a child. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. There's still, I think, there's still a lot of affordable houses in the area. I don't think it's gotten to some, you know, crazy out of reach for the middle class uh, place. Um, I mean, sure, you've got some houses that are really, really big and really expensive. But you've got houses that are three bedroom, two baths that are not too too expensive.
1: Yeah. And I think one of the other things that's very good about the neighborhood. We f- we sound like we're from like, you know, Stepford <laughs> Wives or whatever. But <laughs> One of the other things that's really um, nice about the neighborhood is a lot of the neighbors get along. I mean, we moved there did very little research about, let's say, transportation mm-hmm. or whatever. And it, it's, I mean, you have the opportunity of being by yourself when you move into the suburbs. Well, and I'm doing air quote things on my fingers when I say suburbs. But um, the neighborhood is very embracing. Mm-hmm. And you end up doing a lot of these events that we have is because the people want to hang out with but, each other, yeah, which is very important also. But so you e- don't feel like you, you've moved into this... You've moved from Manhattan or Brooklyn or any of these cities, and I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? Hmm. Yeah. Who are going to be my friends? Where am I going to do?
2: Yeah, I mean, we lived in Park Slope for 20 years, and we didn't know our neighbors, quite frankly. I mean, we didn't know the people in our building. It was a small building. Um, And um, when we moved to uh, Forest Hill... Um, we, all we did is we joined the FHCA and before you know it, well, we were in pretty deep and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, getting very involved with things, but you don't have to, I mean, you dip your toe in as deep as you want. I think, you know, you don't have to be on the events committee like we are, or, you know? Um, so I think there's, there's options. It's not like you've got to, you know, give up your weekends. or. Anything. Again, it's and, not the Stepford Wives anywhere.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to ask too personal a question, but what brought you here to Newark, um, as opposed to staying in Park Slope? Well, we got pushed out of Park Slope, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you're going to hear billions of stories of other people who lived in Park Slope before, you know, the 2000s or whatever that have been pushed out of Park Slope because it got too expensive. And we were going to do the migration as people from Park Slope were doing, you know, Montclair, Maplewood, South yeah. Orange, da 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 da. And um, frankly, I mean, we weren't seeing the kind of housing that we wanted to see, and for um, our budget, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, um, Even Maplewood, really. Exactly. Well. Yeah. And we just ended up, I think a friend had done research because he was looking into it also and saw um, Forest Hill. And also, I think Don had seen an article in the New York Times, I think, about yep. if you're thinking about moving to Forest Hill. Mm-hmm. And it was very, a very good article. Oh,
0: I think I know the article. I'll link to it in the
2: yeah, show notes. Yeah. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. I ripped it about. out a long time ago. It must be 10 years old now or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and one of the things they spoke about was the neighbors. In this article, also and his photographs of the um, the garage sale.
0: Is it about is it about the restaurateur who lives up there? I have to remember. Who. Yeah. Oh, that was another Ed, one. Ed Scho- that was another one. Okay. Ed Schoenfeld, yeah yeah. Was, yeah, 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 another story. Yeah, and that
1: was another one. Eventually, actually, there has been quite a few lately. But that's basically how we ended up. We we just started looking, and we actually love the houses. I mean, aesthetically, it's amazing. And like you were saying, if you look at some of the inside of these houses, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah, and yeah. just if I mean, if you were to just go to Porch Fest just to walk through the neighborhood, yeah. I think you would get your dollars worth.
0: <laughs> yeah, but- it's I, that's how I experienced Forest Hill. Um, you know, when I first, on my own as an adult, going there was just to get out of the park um, and walk and just go up, you know, the most probably... Uh, emblematic one has to be Valentine. Well Heller it's but and Heller are always the ones that I yeah. like no, I compete in I my think, head.
2: I think Valentine is the uh, number one. Yeah, but <laughs> the, the
0: beauty of Heller is you have the the boulevard. It's a technical boulevard. It has a park down the middle. Yeah. yeah. And um there's the church, um the the Protestant church, I don't know which denomination we, yes, it is which but.
2: they were they're going to be open for our restrooms on the day we we worked out we'll a little bathroom well will
0: they actually open the congregation or the the actual
2: I, I don't know you can go to the bathroom there that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm i'm a i'm a nut for church slash house of worship architecture oh and, sure and for me going into spaces like that's pretty yeah, important like, yeah um but you have the at least on heller you have a different you know you have houses and you have exactly. other things um, but on Ballantyne, you have the what's well, called the castle. Um, it's yeah. I, used to, I used to know the address. It was like 54 Parker, whatever the address is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that just is gorgeous, right? It's and amazing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and you just see all that. And there's a mix of motifs. It's not just all oh, no, colonial. The, there's a or giant Tudor right across
2: the street from there. That right. is gorgeous.
0: And then you have a, a what I like to think of as like a Napoleonic era, like um, sort of neoclassical. Yeah. Um, box of a house. Well, I say box because it's just very square shaped. It's yeah, not yeah. It doesn't look bad. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. And then you have a Spanish style like you do, yeah. right across Mediterranean, the Mediterranean. Yeah. And yeah. mid century modern. Yes. And a mid century. There's a couple That's of Liz Del Tufo. For yeah, Liz, that, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Liz Del Tufo for the listeners is a very well known denizen of a um, forest hill. She's a, quite a legend in her own right. Um, Historian. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you. Mid-century, I love mid-century modern. Um, yeah, my, her house I, is
2: gorgeous. It's shaped like a U with a pool in the middle.
0: Yeah. My uh, my creative consultant who listens to this, uh, she she makes fun of my mid-century modern couch that I have in my, <laughs> in my apartment. Um, but I do love that style too. And the fact exactly. that it's not just Victorian houses in Forest Hill, it's exactly. a really good mix exactly. of architecture. Um, but let's get back to Porch Fist. <laughs> We've meandered okay. a little bit here. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what are, um, can we go into some specific acts that you're, uh, which one are you hosting any at your house in particular?
1: Actually, that was another thing with our porches. Um, our porch, we have a wraparound porch and Mm. actually it's, it's a very lovely porch, except for the fact that if anyone performed on it, you wouldn't be able to be seen because we're up on a hill Yeah, and there's bushes around it. So what we are, what we are hosting is, um, actually my brother has, um, Lee Walls has, um. (laughs) He's a visual artist, so he's a cartoon um, illustrator, a comic book illustrator, I should say. So he's perfor- he's going to be on there as well as another
2: um, yeah.
1: illustrator.
2: Called Soul Thief, and she does paintings. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so, so that's basically what we're hosting as yeah. well as buying the merch. It's a gallery,
0: basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we're exactly. going to have a gallery,
2: and then we're also going to be the uh, central for uh, the merchandise, the T-shirts. Got it. Yeah, so we get the silent things, auction. Th- four things going on on our porch. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> obviously these are all your children. All these acts are very important to you. But are there yeah. any particular ones you'd like to like sort of call out and be like, "This yeah. is something unique that you"? Yeah, might-
2: yeah. I mean, th- there's. Um, we were trying to figure out what we're going to see if if we're going to be able to see anything. Yeah, are
0: you able to leave your house? Oh no, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know I guess, if we're going to be selling t-shirts. Well, you, have
0: your, you have your brother there at least. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. part of it. And yeah. then uh, Solfie yeah. will be there as well. Sh- yes, uh, they but will be a, there. But
1: I had a feeling I was saying to someone like, if we don't have enough um, people to volunteer to go to each group, that we're going to have to be getting. We have to get on segways and just go from each venue oh my to God, help I
0: out. Hate segways. So <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, some of the bands that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, there is a band called Moon Rabbit Retreat that we just signed up recently, and they just released a single that I checked out on YouTube, and I was really impressed. They really, um, they're very. Sounds like a band. I mean, not a what genre box are we talking in. about? It's it's rock. Um, okay, I'm, but, I'm a big rock guy. I pop rock. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, indie rock. It's um, I mean, I, I love them. It sounds, to me, I told, I told you, I said, I love your, your band. It sounds like a mix of Yes and Stereolab. So those are two bands that are right up my And eye. actually, you can see, you can <laughs> see
1: a, a snippet, I think, on
0: Facebook. You so can, if you, you know can, if, you, if yeah. it's on if you have the clip on your then, thing.
2: Then uh we've got a, a big R&B band. I think they're a nine-person R&B band called Diamonds and Jupiter.
0: Nine-person R&B. Band. <laughs> yeah. So
2: I think they're going to put out a big sound and put out a lot of energy. Wow. And uh we've got a breakdancing group called Straight out of Jersey and uh I think that's a lot of fun and uh, we're going to see them. And, and let's um, not
1: forget the Hula. The hula. I mean, yeah, a 10-member no. a ten, a ten hula group. When's um, the last time there's been hula in Newark is my right? question. exactly they Actually, they had performed at um, the Botanical Garden, too. I think it was last year they had a big yeah. Hawaiian festival there. And um, actually, a friend of mine, she is part Wait, of the where's group.
0: Wait, where's the,
1: the one in Brooklyn? Or no, the... no, the, um, up in um, the Bronx, New York Botanical. Oh, Bronx, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I know what no, you're No, I should have said New York. Sure. New
0: York, yeah. sorry. Because there's also <laughs> a Botanical Garden in Montclair. That's why I was a little bit Exactly, yeah, no, New York.
2: We've got a giant university gospel choir. I think it's about 20 people, and they're going to be on Ballantyne uh, at around 2.30. I'm so going to check that out. That's just, That sounds yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. And then at that same house, that me- me- Mediterranean house on uh, on Ballantyne, just a couple hours later, there is going to be a huge salsa band, about 10 people or 11 people on. So you've got your gospel, and then yeah. you chill out a little bit, and then you've got your salsa.
0: <laughs> so wait, actually, I want to ask, because I was in Forest Hill last weekend at a friend's for dinner, and we heard mariachi rehearsing. So is there a mariachi band? Or I wish there was.
2: A... I wish there was, but we don't. I don't know. Yeah. In, in Forest year. Hill, there's <laughs> stuff
0: going on, and you're
1: just like, I don't know what that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, well, so we, we oh we've got a karaoke corner so if you oh, feel the need to simple, uh, sing okay. you can you can do that we've got hip-hop house alternative going on we've got um what else uh, we have yeah. our
1: friend camille who's singing um at the, at the portico camille and her friend at a, what
2: kind Brace. of um, at a beautiful music. house she does uh standards okay uh, with a, a guitar um accompaniment oh, and
1: actually she was saying that um she does some songs that are more contemporary sure, pop with yeah. a little different yeah, spin on it, so yes. hopefully. Yeah.
2: yeah. We've got a guy named Lee Trumpetman looks <laughs> really cool, and he does a jazz trumpet. Then speaking of jazz, we've got um, this woman. Oh, gosh, what's her name? Charisma the Violin Diva, and she does contemporary jazz and violin. I was a little like, like what is that? And then I looked her up on uh, YouTube, and it is gorgeous. I mean, <laughs> she integrates the violin into jazz. That uh, That kind of blew my mind. No. Oh, and also,
1: oh, I'm sorry yeah, too. Sure. The one thing that we should mention also is um, glass roots. Oh, yeah. glass, glass roots is a, great. Yeah. yeah, they're doing a live demonstration of um, glass blowing, which sounds great. I, that's another thing that I wish. Wait, I is would there going
0: to be a kiln up there or something? Yes. How are they? Oh my, yes. God. this is yeah. a transportable. Wow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because
1: you need really deep heat to, yeah, to exactly and we had to we had to go through that and just making sure everything is in a safe environment for them to do that and that's from one to five so yeah. you will get a chance
0: to yeah. do yeah to explain what glassroots is it's um, a nonprofit organization that teaches glass blowing and glass work to uh, Newark students as well as others and um, they're currently located uh, on near Halsey Street um, but I believe they have plans to move to the new st. Michael's um uh, area, but that's really cool. I didn't even realize you were having glass. These are like sta- like Newark institutions that sure. are running. exactly yeah they're, exactly they're a
2: really cool institution. I just read all about them. I, I had no idea what what who they were.
0: Now my question is like, do you guys have concerns about the sounds? You know, I, I'm looking at the map from here, and I'm sorry, listeners, you can't see it right now. But um, they all seem very close to each other, which is great because you can go walking to to each one. Um, what is your expectation around maybe like is it going to be Will you will it be like something in the background? You hear another act while you're listening to yours, or are yeah, you afraid to, of the sun? We had to
2: work that out. Okay. It was a big. Um, we were we had all these little posters spread out on a huge table. It's like wedding well, planning. Yes, <laughs> it was really the like worst every, kind of wedding. And, exactly. <laughs> and we had the times, and we had the locations, and we um, we really had to uh, figure it all out. Like, okay, this this house is too close to that house. We cannot have two bands playing at the same time. So it's been designed in a way that hopefully mitigates that that problem. No, and along you?
1: with the oh, sorry, and along yeah. with the applications also we had them um, tell us how long it takes for them to um, set up. Set up. Yeah. So that was another concern. It
0: doesn't yeah. sound like there's that much overlap in genres, but did you also consider like keeping, you know, if there's two R&B groups of putting them somewhat distant from each other or
2: um,
0: or was it that intense? Yeah.
2: Uh, no, I don't I don't think we, we did that, but um, you can uh, you can see that it was it was a lot of work just making sure that uh, that the sounds didn't overlap. And, and the visual artists kind of help pepper that because, you know, you can have visual artists right next to somebody. Yeah. That's cool. Right. Exactly. You don't have to
0: worry about the sound at that point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about transport um, and getting there. Um, yeah.
2: Well, did you know that the light rail is free that day? I was going to talk. Uh, oh, sorry. sorry wait, just, I,
0: wait, is it free that day? I was just going to suggest taking the light rail, but I didn't realize there free. It's free that day.
2: What? Teresa Teresa Ruiz, we have to thank her because she uh, is just, uh yeah, just our, our local senator. Has, yeah, yeah. State State Senator, state. excuse me. Yeah. And she uh she, she helped us. She worked her magic and she uh got the light rail to be free that day, which is extending a program that they had yeah. going uh for the week.
0: Um so just to explain to the listeners, um most of them probably know about this, but you can take the light rail from Penn Station and you would get off at Branchbrook Park Station, correct. Correct. which will put you right on Heller. Yep. Um, and you just walk straight up Pallor, and that should be your house, which is the HQ, exactly. from which you can then spread out. We're yeah, like an can. eight
1: minute. We're like an eight minute walk. If yeah. you walk
0: slower than I do, nine and minutes. The the <laughs> furthest act I can see on here is on Parker and um, what's right after Abington. I'm trying to think. It's, it's like right second the second second, second. second. Avenue. And how long of, the, of that uh, is it from walking to your place to that act, uh. Mm. Uh. roughly? Because it looks like it's about six blocks on the map, which sounds long, yeah. but I, I'm a big walker. So for me, it's like, that sounds like nothing.
2: I think it's about 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Right, 10, so 15 everything's, minutes, everything's within like a 15-minute Exactly, minute. exactly. Yeah. It's
0: not that Yeah, We're it's talking not about a quarter-mile
2: radius, probably?
1: I mean, you could walk there, start walking, hit a food truck, eat a little, stand there, and then walk <laughs> yeah. on. So it's like, <laughs> right. break it up a Go little. Go
2: hear a little R&B, whatever. <laughs> but, um, and you, if people don't know the neighborhood, it borders a, uh, a beautiful park called Branchbrook Park. Yep. Which is uh, designed by uh, the famous architect or landscape designer, Frederick Law Olmsted, uh-huh, uh-huh. who uh, you guys <laughs> probably know uh, designed the Central Park and Prospect Park in New York. So it is just on its own. It is worth taking a walk through there because it is gorgeous.
0: Yeah. Um, and if you're taking a car up there, not that you should, but um, what what um, where should cars go if they do come in? Well,
1: actually, you can park on the streets. I mean... Yeah, you know, we we're not closing off the streets at all either. Oh, okay. so, so so you the can park. Street.
2: Yeah, through. the traffic
0: okay. will be going through. Wow, yeah. um,
2: there should be plenty of parking though, because you have to remember most of these houses have driveways, so the owners of the houses park in their driveways and in their garages.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy not to go on a little tiny tangent, but um, it's weird seeing how North Newark has changed so many people own more cars per house mm-hmm. and it just feels so much more crowded where I grew up. I, my parents still live up there and I go to their house quite often. Yeah, And, um, it used to be that you could see clearly down the road and now it's just like impossible.
2: Interesting. Yeah. 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 Um,
0: yeah, it's, it's probably was like that already when you moved in. Yeah. But when I was growing up, there were a lot fewer cards you almost, you Almost were always guaranteed the spot in front of your house. Exactly. That's definitely sure. not true anymore.
1: <laughs> well, actually, that yeah, I think since we moved in, it's it's grown a lot. Yeah, because so. it used to be a lot a lot easier. So, I mean, on the ten- to go along with that. It would be great if people would take public transportation. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think it, it'll be a lot easier it for for you, too. I mean, for people attending. And
0: yeah. not to put another uh, spot in for the light rail, but taking the light rail from Branchbrook Park Station to Penn Station is going to take you f- not even 12 minutes, 15 I'd minutes? I'd say. 15 yeah. minutes, Fif- yeah, yeah. I would say 15. And this,
2: it, the light rail's nice. I mean, it's yeah. new. It's new seating in there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and
0: most of it's underground, so it actually speeds by yeah. Yeah, very quickly. And it goes through Branchbrook Park, so you get a view of the yep. park as you go That's through it, So. Um, so I just want to open up for any last comments. Yeah, or stuff I just
2: wanted—I I just don't want to forget this. I wanted to thank a couple of elected officials that help us out for this whole thing. I mentioned Senator Teresa Ruiz, who was a big help to us. Councilman Anibal Ramos, hmm. who's been uh, quite a help in getting hmm. it. He, he sent out a big mailing to yeah. all his uh, all his people. About and he's 20,
0: the Northwood Councilman, right? Northwood
2: Councilman, uh, about twenty five hundred people. He uh, sent his postcard out, letting everyone know about this event. And uh, freeholder Bobby Mercado, who's been uh, really instrumental in uh, getting our, our uh, big f- banners up. Maybe you've seen some of them that are, go across the street. And um, he's, he's been a big help to us as well. Yeah. Any
0: other last comments on the... Um...
1: I don't know. I just so, hope, I just hope everyone, everyone can make it. It should be a, a good time. And also, it is rain or shine so yeah just it put is. that out there if it, but if it looks like it's if it looks like it's drizzling we will yeah. still be having it. if it's a, a typhoon
2: yeah
0: that would be questionable yeah, <laughs> yeah. earthquakes obviously will we'll, <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> we'll, we'll probably have a contingency <laughs> plan for quite <laughs> um but um yeah i i'm hoping for shine and i think we're confident that there will be shine exactly we're, we're it looks good
2: it. so far it looks good long, yeah, yeah. long range forecast. i mean if it's
0: if it's anything like today yeah uh, it'll Perfect. be amazing Um, And you'll probably get the last best day of the year. Um, (laughs) It's pretty much... It's pretty much cold and awful for the
1: exactly rest of the twenty ninth. I don't care
2: about yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: as long as the twenty is
2: great <laughs> exactly twenty ninth of September exactly. You know
1: it's, whatever it's on you. Yeah, I don't care.
0: Um, and the funny thing is, the leaves will still probably be green at that point. Maybe slightly a tinge yeah, of orange, so. so it'll be a nice kind Maybe. of mix of colors. Yeah,
1: and people better come because we're going to have to clean up the front of our house. So yeah,
0: there's <laughs> <Yes>. got <laughs> to be a reason that we're doing that. Um, so uh, I'm ready to end this podcast. How we end every podcast? What are you guys excited for? Besides Porch Fest.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, besides Porch Fest. Well, I just learned before uh, about open studios, uh, open artist studios at Two Gateway Plaza, which is happening today from 12 to 5. So I might check that out because I've been meaning to for years and never have.
0: Yeah, sorry for the listeners. We uh, re- obviously recorded this earlier and we released it later. So the event will have occurred, but it will, it will definitely be open again next year.
2: Yeah, open studios. Sounds cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and we just have um just opened in um Branchbrook Park actually a, a dog park and um we took our dog once. Hey, I she took her got, three times. Yeah, exactly well I went yeah, I went once and okay. um she seemed to like sitting there and looking at the dogs. So that's yeah. where that's where you are there. But it, it's it's really a nice space and um it, it, it looks very like a safe space for the dog. So it's it, it's 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 really good. It's a good thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, I just want to give a shout out to something that already occurred, um, Halsey Fest, Um, and a shout out to Tamara, who um, does a lot of the work behind that. It's, um, I think it was the fifth year this year, I might be wrong on that. And uh, it was just amazing because it's all these great, uh, we had former, like a couple of um, guests on this podcast who had booths there, Um, and it's just an amazing celebration of Halsey Street, which for me is one of the most important streets in the city, just because I spend a lot of time on there. And we actually the studio is very close to Halsey Street, where we're recording this, and um there was live music uh the Newark project was there. Gabe Barrow was selling his stuff. he had the Newark things, which is a stranger things um spin, which a lot of people love and oh. um then my my uh, our creative consultant Sam Catteus, she was there with her um I saw her walking around, and um cool vines was open they did a wine tasting. I brought people coworkers of mine who have really you know or trying to experience Newark and haven't been really that far down Halsey yet, you know, seeing it for the, you know, it's it, so alive and so much stuff really going is, on. Yeah. It was really great. And so shout out to Tamara for for doing that. Yeah, um, yeah. Particularly because she had to change it because of weather, and that's not an easy thing to do yeah, at yeah. all. no, not at all. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. I would like to thank our guests, Don and Derek. Um, this is Manny Antunes, host and producer of the Pod and Market podcast, editing and sound engineering by Bob podcast and logo design provided by Robert Conti. Additional creative input by Samantha Cateus. Pod intro and outro music by Dan Myler. If you have a subject you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, please email podandmarket at gmail.com or contact the pod through social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And so I'm going to end with um, the craziest thing I probably am reading or will ever read. uh, And that's Duck's Newberry Port by Lucy Ellman. This was shortlisted for the Booker Prize, um, which is also the same... um, shortlist that uh, Margaret Atwood's The Testaments is on right now. And this book has pretty much sold out at every bookstore in the Northeast um, because no one thought it would sell, <laughs> probably. Um, I took, took, it was so hard to get this copy. And the reason why is um, it has some of the craziest reviews I've ever read, read about a book, one of which was from Cosmo. This is Cosmo, the magazine, described it as Ulysses has nothing on this. Once you get going, you'll be too absorbed to stop. It's a thousand page book that is eight sentences long, you heard me right. It's eight sentences long so uh rather than reading a full quote from one sentence, I'm gonna read a section of what's a six hundred page sentence <laughs> um and it's just the it's 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 to call a stream of consciousness is doing a disservice it's uh it's a flow of ideas that just keep like just popping out of this housewife's head. Um, So I'm just going to read a little bit, uh, one Sousson of this book. The fact that bed making clearly had no interest for him. The fact that I used to tell kids to make their own beds, but it's easier if I just do it. The fact that I take pride in my baking, at least now and again, but that's about it. And when I do, I do it in private, because mommy taught us never to be proud. The fact that some moms teach their kids the opposite nowadays, bolstering them up nonstop like little gods, telling them how great they are at practically everything, E-G-O, E equals MC square. The fact that maybe Einstein had a right to be proud. The fact that you can be positive without being overly proud. Positive, negative, negatives, electrical circuits. The fact that we maybe should get an electric car or a hybrid. The fact that electric cars are worse, though, Leo says because they're coal-fired originally instead of using gas. The fact that the computers somehow use up all the energy in the world. The fact that nothing you do seems innocent anymore. The fact that... Thank you.